I just there we go. Hi, Alex. Hi there, Steve. Well, you know what I would like to talk to you about this morning. What is that? About my experience in uh, in learning Czech, mm-hmm. because uh, you know it's really the first time that I've started a language completely from scratch mm-hmm. at Link. Mm. Interesting. Because Russian, I started before we had Link. Right. So I did the teach yourself and the colloquial and those starter books mm-hmm. before I started in uh, at Link. And of course, all the other languages. I mean, my most recent language is Portuguese or Cantonese. I mean, again, I start the Cantonese. We don't have at Link. Portuguese, right. I did a fair amount before we started at Link. I, I think it went more quickly once we had it at Link, but. So Czech is the first one that I'm starting from scratch. Oh, very interesting. Yeah. So uh, how long have you been then studying Czech for? Well, I, I, you know, you quickly lose track of when you started, but I know that I had my Cantonese radio interview on the Friday, the whatever it was, 23rd or 25th, mm-hmm. and I didn't do any Czech before that because mm-hmm. I was listening to Cantonese podcasts in order to get my Cantonese up to uh, the level where I wanted it to be. So it, basically, I would say at this point it's uh, a little over a week. Wow, a little over a week. So in this, say, call it a week and a half. Yeah. What uh, What have you noticed? I mean, how has it been on Link? Well, it's been uh, great. Um, first of all, of course, we're lucky in that uh, some of our members have have created content for us. I mean, Link is a beta language, so we. At Link Czech. headquarters. Czech is a beta language. What did I say? Link. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch. Czech is a beta language at Link. Therefore, we at Link headquarters aren't putting any effort into finding content. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, Yaroslav Yarda, one mm-hmm. of our Czech members, has created a mountain of content. Uh, and also, one other member, uh, Pandora from Brazil, who's studying Czech, has mm-hmm. also uploaded some good content. And now, Makatsenko, another one of our members from. Uh, Czech Republic has uploaded some content. So there's a fair amount of stuff there. Excellent. Huh? So I essentially started with greetings and goodbyes, uh, which is one of the three items that we have that we have in all languages, mm-hmm. right? Or at least in all of the supported languages. Mm-hmm. But thanks to Yarda, we also have it in Czech now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and of course, you know what it's like. You're, you're, you, if you listen without reading, you don't understand a thing. It's just noise. Uh, if you go through it and read it and save words and phrases, then, and if you've done that a few times, then, for example, if I listen and read on my iPad, mm-hmm. I can understand what's being said mm-hmm. if I've been through that text a few times. Yeah. If I go back to listening without the text, I still don't understand. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. extraordinary. You're listening to it and reading, and it all makes sense. Take away the crutch of the reading, mm-hmm. I can't understand it. Mm-hmm. Except that every time you listen, there are more words that you understand. As I say, it's like a jigsaw puzzle, right? right? So the first time you hear it, there's two words you understand. Now you read it again, you review it, you listen and read it at the same time, you look up the words that you've forgotten again and again, and you listen again, and now there's six or seven words that you understand. Mm-hmm. So that's been uh, you know, part of the process. Um, I also found a f- little phrase book at home. Mm-hmm. So I have that by my bedside because I don't like to have my computer by my bedside or even my <laughs> iPad, you know. I, bedside yeah. is book. Yeah. So I kind of flip through that and that helps. 
I like the idea of doing doing it from different directions. You mm-hmm. know, so the phrase book is kind of not connected to anything. Mm-hmm. The stuff at Link is is within a, a, a meaningful context. I mean, I'm doing who is she? I've been through who is she from one to twenty six, a couple of times. I know the story, mm-hmm. so that helps. I, I I really recommend people do stuff where they already know the story. I mean, mm-hmm. the more familiar you are, obviously, with the context, the better you're going to do. That's one less thing to worry about. Yeah. So now you're just looking at words and. So this morning I went to a Czech newspaper and uh, used our bookmarklet to copy and paste and import uh, an article from a Czech newspaper. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, I can make my way through it. Mm -hmm. So I feel that I have gone faster in Czech uh, at link than I have ever gone before in starting a new language from scratch. Wow. And you've done, what, 12 languages now? Yeah. Yeah. Now, to be fair, you can say, well, in Czech... The structure is very similar to Russian. Mm-hmm. I haven't yet looked at tables for case endings, but I can tell if it's the instrumental, it ends in an M, mm-hmm. if it's masculine and neuter, like in Russian. Mm-hmm. And there's a few funny things that happen. I haven't bothered looking at it yet, but I know you know, when I've had enough exposure, I'll go to those tables and, and it'll make sense. So I'm not worrying about them, but, but it's much easier than when I did Russian because I now know how a Slavic language works. Right. I don't know, I shouldn't say all Slavic languages, <laughs> but at least, um, you know, Czech works a lot like Russian. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised at the number of words that are different. There are, and I think as I get into it, perhaps there will be a higher and higher percentage of words that are similar. In a lot of languages, the very common words will be more different. Mm-hmm. The more seldom used words are more similar, yeah, right? Yeah. That's why we have... That's why we have uh, irregular verbs, because it's never the rare verb that's irregular. It's the <laughs> frequently used verb that's irregular. Mm-hmm. So the more common language tends to be developed differently in different languages within the same family, mm. whereas the more column sophisticated or less frequently used words are going to be more similar. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm encountering a lot of different vocabulary, but, uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, so what is, what is different than in your mind, um, say when you started Russian? Mm-hmm. I mean, how is your approach different now than it was then? Well, I mean, there's a number of things. First of all, even though the Russian alphabet is a lot easier than Chinese, Korean, or Japanese, it's still a different alphabet, mm-hmm. right? So reading in Czech, which is in a Roman alphabet, mm-hmm. is a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Even though I read Russian quite comfortably, mm-hmm. it's easier. It's less of a strain to be able to do it in the language in the alphabet that you're most familiar with. Mm -hmm. That's number one. Number two, a lot of the structures that seemed, the patterns that seemed very strange in Russian, Mm -hmm. uh, now are already familiar to me. So A, I'm with a familiar alphabet. B, I've got a familiar structure. Mm -hmm. And a good percentage of the words are recognizable Mm -hmm. based on similar words in Russian. So it's a lot easier. Mm -hmm. It's a lot easier. But I must say... If I think of when I started into Portuguese, mm-hmm. I have made more progress, I think, in my Czech than I had in Portuguese. Mm. And the reason for that is, with Portuguese, I started again with, you know, teach yourself or living language. Didn't have link. And so you're relying on, on listening to these texts and, and reading through the textbook. And there's a lot of English and English explanation, which I find distracting. Um, but you're not, like I find the process of reading on our screen, saving words and phrases, 
being able to review them a little bit, listening, reading, listening, reading, that concentrated interaction with words mm-hmm. that, that is you know basically what the link system is, I find that moves you along faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, particularly as adults, like we don't have to always be learning the language around things like hello how are you my name is that's a green pen that's a blue shirt mm-hmm. uh, I feel like after 10 days I uploaded this newspaper article about political developments in Czech in the Czech Republic mm-hmm. I'm interested in the subject I have that vocabulary in other languages yeah it's interesting to me and I don't mind picking my way through mm-hmm. the text also I, I'm not looking to master anything and mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of language learners have difficulty. I don't mind the fact that the article is not completely clear to me. I don't mind the fact that I looked up every third word and can't remember any of them. <laughs> that doesn't bother me in the slightest. Right. I know that if I keep washing these words over me, mm-hmm. listening to them, reading them, reviewing them, that they will eventually stick because that has happened to me in all these other languages. Mm-hmm. So I'm confident. Like I'm climbing up this mountain. I know I'm going to reach the peak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, someone who hasn't done this before is, gee, I wonder how far it is. Am mm-hmm. I going to make it? You know, is, I'll never get anywhere. I'll get stuck. I'll get lost. So they have all these kinds of, uh, you know, apprehensions, which mm-hmm. I don't have. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, with Portuguese, it took me forever. Uh, uh, listening to, listening to living language, listening to teach yourself. And, um, and I went to Portugal. I really couldn't understand what people were saying, although I could read the newspaper. It's largely right. the same, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas now, I, I feel after 10 days, like I'm very confident that in a year from now, if I go to Prague, mm-hmm. I'll be able to communicate. Yeah. And, and I, I would also advise learners, like, if you have that degree of confidence, you'll <laughs> do it, you know? And I think one of the biggest problems language learners have is that they have no confidence mm-hmm. that they're going to get there. Mm-hmm. And so they're constantly doubting themselves. Yeah. And therefore, not committing enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you doubt yourself every day, you're not going to continue. You yeah. know, I studied today, I didn't understand. I forgot my words. Mm-hmm. I'm no good. Mm-hmm. You know, all <laughs> of this kind of negativity is uh, it discourages you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's definitely a uh, a problem. And you bring on or you touch on quite a few interesting points. First off, um, one is that you study stuff that you're interested in, mm-hmm. and I think that's huge too. Like yeah. I'm reading a book in Korean now, which is quite difficult. Like, without a dictionary, it's it's fairly difficult to navigate through, mm-hmm. but the benefit is I've read the book in English already. So Big, I have this background, yeah, and right. I have an interest in the, in the topic, so right. I go on the link, and I save these words, and see them the next time, no idea what they mean. Right. But I, again, it's that process of seeing them over and over that really solidifies my understanding of those words. And as an experienced learner, you're not bothered by the fact that you look this word up, you saved it as a link, you reviewed it in your flashcard, and you still can't remember yeah. <laughs> what it means. It doesn't bother you. Right. You know, it doesn't bother you. 